Welcome to episode eight of season two, Straighten Your Crown. Today we are talking about managing people and creating a culture within your business and why that is so important. So we will throw it over to... <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Charge, you guys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, Christy? Sure, over to me and then I'll throw it back over to you. Perfect. Um, yeah, no, I think so. One of the most important things about your business is actually the culture because, um, you know, effectively your staff, your team should come first and then your customers because if you don't love your staff and your staff don't love you and they don't love their jobs, then they're not going to be good to your customers. Yeah. So it's really important from the outset that you work out what kind of culture that you actually want to create. So, yeah, for instance, with Empress Athleticus, and I think. I think we can probably both have a chat about, you know, what our culture is like, but we're definitely, you know, we're here to support women and um, pretty much our whole team is, is women and we want to build and grow that, that team. So we have a great culture of um, women. We've got women that are different ages. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you know, we kind of all fit together. You know, we're all, I don't know, we're all kind of fun-loving and have, um, you know, really good banter with each other and we make sure we do things like, you know, lunches and you know, those kind of things together that, you know, keep us, yeah, banded together. So, yeah, culture is super important. I think this is a big one, and it's going to be a little bit controversial. Ooh. So sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> it's not like me. It's not my like me to just throw is, a spanner in there. My opinion is really controversial, <laughs> Brittany. I'm actually really interested to see what's going to be. So well, yeah, I, controversial. I've started saying this um, since being friends with you, Christy, because mm. you're a lawyer. I just mm. don't want to say the wrong thing and I'm not allowed to. So I'm not taking any legal liability for what I'm saying right now. So it's without um, prejudice. Without prejudice. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, so a big one is, and people say this all the time, how do I make my staff love my business as much as I do? Mm-hmm. Stop thinking like that. It is yeah. absolutely impossible. They're never going to love your business. They're not going to love you your do. business That's as much as you. That's alright. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really really important to understand that and understand what obviously gets them excited about coming to work because it's not going to be the same reason that you get excited for work. So it's really important to know that and not get upset with that because I think a lot of business owners be like, why aren't they doing, you know, why aren't they helping me when I need them or why aren't they well, want to do free overtime? Yeah, like it's really important to know that because they're all going to have different reasons as to why they love coming to work. Um, they also are going to have different requirements as to what they need in their life to be able to afford to even come to work so when you are doing when you're hiring i'm just asking those important questions okay well what's your lifestyle like what are you planning for are you wanting to buy a house are you wanting to do this are you wanting to do that like what are your kind of goals at the start and know how can we at the help beginning. them achieve those goals? Exactly. That's a big focus because I, we've got this massive rule that we don't ever want people working on our dream if we're not considering theirs. Mm-hmm. So one of our big rules is to help women start their own business if that's something that they want to do. Now, a lot of our staff don't really care about that, but we love to still throw around ideas at the lunch table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what if we did this? Or what if we got into stocks? Or what if we got into, you know, different things that, you know, we could maybe have little side hustles or do little things like that. Um, the other thing is making sure that you stick onto your month, your three-month reviews. Stick onto those reviews. We get Christy to do them. It's completely confidential. Um, she works with them. She understands their why. It's also a really great place for Christy to actually have a chance to talk to the staff because obviously 
I'm here full time because you're in my mm, house. I'm not with the staff but, every day. Yeah, right. Chrissy's not with the staff every day, so it's really important. And she's kind of like that third party audience. Okay, well, what what do you need? How can we make your job? Is there something you want to mm. learn? Is there something you want to do? Is it is like, do you want to buy a house? Like all the things that are super important. She asks those really important questions. And how can we help you get there? Yeah. What do you need from us? To help then you get she there? comes to me with a list of all the things that we could help with. She obviously doesn't go through. Oh, well, they they said they, this, so they do like that. that. Yeah, none no. of that. It's just the important stuff that I need to know to make sure that okay, can we actually do that? Is that something that and normally it always is? Like it's normally just a few switches around. You'll also be surprised when you do it because what you think your staff want are very different to what they actually want, and what you and think they're thinking is very different to what they actually say oh, to you. One hundred percent. Super important. They are so important, and a lot of businesses go, "Oh yeah, I know my staff. I know what they want. I know what they." They'll come want. to. They'll, they'll come to us yeah. if yeah. they need anything. No. As like as an as the employee in that situation, it's so like it's like okay, I will I will I'll go I'll go to Brittany because Brittany's my best friend and I'll go oh you know this is what we're doing this is what we're planning but it's completely different coming from that place of authority where they're where Christy's sitting there across and she's like okay so what are your goals twelve months from now what would you like your life to be like do you want to be still working for us do you want to be in your own home do you want to get a new car do you you know all of those kind of things and it does come from that place of caring but you're all, you're caring about us as the staff member but you're also caring about your business get it it's making sure that everybody's still on the same page at all times yeah well you can help also and you don't want it to get too bad so there's this thing called a bad egg syndrome and it's when you have a negative staff member in your group and it turns all of the other staff members negative i see it in business all, all the, the time. time. So it's really important to identify the negative energy, having like having those conversations with those people, and if they're not the right fit, fire them. Mm. And I think that is something. It's a bit harsh, but it's true. It's not. Yeah, it's one of those things like not, you hire slow and you fire fast. fast. But it's because, not even about firing them as well. If you put probationary periods into their contract when they start, then mm. you've got that three months to work that out. If they're not the right culture fit, yeah. then yeah, in your words, fire them or let them go. Yeah. Well, so that's different. Well, we, yeah. You can say it nicely, we could say it how it is. <laughs> I think there's a situation though, like people will be like, oh, I should be able to make everybody happy in my business. I should be able to, everybody should want to work with me. I feel like a failure mm. if I have to feel like I have to let someone go. And you can't think like that with business because some people are a right fit and some people just aren't. And that's completely fine. And I'm talking about like, not just like, you know, they want to go part-time, but you want them full-time. That's fine. That's completely fine. I'm talking about things like they hate coming to work. There is no way to motivate them. They are always they are always angry and moody every single day. Mm. They're making everybody else moody and angry. Or they're causing other issues where they're doing things like gossiping and you know bitching and all of those yeah. internal things. And that they're is making people feeling toxic. they're making people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it's very yeah. important that once you get your culture right, don't let it get ruined. I think everybody it, knows somebody in an organisation yeah. that has exactly that or yeah. has worked yeah. with these people before. Like you can see it and. The, the thing yeah. is, usually management can see it, but if you don't say anything, sometimes they don't I know. Think, I also think this is a big one too. Mm. Like I have um, friends and family and, you know, tons of people in my life that have businesses. And one of the things we all do, we all do it, is we go, 
I can turn them around. It'll get I can. Better. This can be no. better. I can make this better. I can make them see it my way. I can, you know, make them stop being such a negative person. Like you start. I can um, make them love and, their job. This and even like I can, I can make yeah. them. I can make them work. Um, work not even harder, better, or even do their standard job. But you always make all these excuses because you don't want to. You don't want to fire people. Them. You don't want to fire people. But yeah. this is why it's really important to um, to hire slowly. Mm. Understand exactly the people that you're getting into the workplace. Understand their exact why. Understand their personalities. Even doing trials is a really good one. Get them in with the girls. If they're if they're all just a massive personality, like don't hire them. Don't hire them. Here's another one very well. slow. Don't hire on convenience. So if we no. say, oh, look, we're really busy at the moment. Let's hire anyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. the first person that comes through the door. Don't do that because mm -hmm. you're going to end up in three months down the track where they're not the right culture fit. We didn't consider that. And then we're in a position where we either need to let them go on their probationary period or fire them. Yeah. And then it's awful for everybody it's a, it's else. It's a shitty feeling. You don't want to fire people. No, really you don't. don't. So that's why we say it's really important to hire slow. Mm -hmm. Don't hire on convenience. Don't even, like, even family and friends is a hard one. Yeah. Like, sorry, babe. <laughs> but, like, Maddie's a different kind of person, you know what I mean? And it was she was very, a good hire. <laughs> she was a good hire. Like, yes, there are, you know, you can hire friends and family that are a great hire because they care about the business as much as you do. They care about your wife, like, a lot more than any other staff member. Mm -hmm. But in saying that, if you hired a friend who you weren't really good friends with, you didn't really like their work ethic, you didn't really like um, their attitude towards work, then it's, it's not going to work. Really, and, you're, and you're pretty much going to not only fire them, but you're also probably going to lose them as a friend. So it's yeah. very important that even if you are hiring on convenience, that you're making sure to go through those standard processes. Get a trial, make sure they're happy with the team, making all those mm. things are very, very important. Mm. So coming off of culture and maybe going back to managing people, what are some of the things that you, well, Christy, you've had quite a few businesses and you have quite a few employees. What are some of the things that you've seen go wrong when managing people and how could maybe sure. people not do the wrong thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very clear and concise question. Yeah, thank you so much. I know my thoughts. Thank you. <laughs> I think um, the first thing to realise is the difference between um, a leader and a manager. So that's the first thing. And you yeah. can't be both um, to your staff. So when you're in a startup situation, you're probably the manager, the leader, and the cleaner. You're absolutely everything. But as a business gets bigger, yeah, you can't be, again, everything to everyone. So if you're going to lead them, you need to lead them. You need to lead with the mission, mission vision, and values of the business. So everybody that works with you understands, okay, this is our common goal, this is our North Star, this is the direction that we're going in, and they follow your lead. So if you lead poorly, you know, follow by example. You know, if, if you're never there and you're doing the wrong thing and you don't care, you can't expect your team to do the right thing and care about your business if you don't. Um, you need to give them some direction. If your direction is poor, where this person's telling them to do something and this person's telling them to do something else and they don't know whether they're coming or going, again, that's poor. That's one level of management where you can go the exact opposite, which you can probably imagine what I'm going to say, which is micromanagement. Mm -hmm. Where you don't want to yeah. micromanage people to the point where they don't want to come to work because they feel that somebody is constantly watching them. 
um, to the point where they actually become quite paranoid about doing their job or their ability to do their job properly because you've constantly got somebody picking at you or telling you how to do things that you already know how to do. Mm-hmm. So I think you've got to find that fine line between, you know, if you're, if you're the leader, be the leader, which is mission, vision, values, and the direction that the company's going in. Management is the person that deals with the actual team day-to-day. Um, and you can have, I wouldn't say friends, I wouldn't say that you're friends with them, but you can have that friendly approach with giving direction. And then there's the other extreme, which is micromanagement, which you never want to do. So you just need to be a good manager who gives direction, um, yeah, and not over the top. Can I tell you something that really annoys me with business? Mm. So there's micromanaging, which is one thing, Mm. but then there is task sticklers, and they are so annoying. So um, give me an example. You'll have these managers that will come in, and you'll see them more in like a massive corporate stand. So on a massive corporate stand, um, they would have like. 300 people in the office they would be looking after a team of 10 to 20 Mm -hmm. and every single person has a very specific job that they do Mm -hmm. but the person who leads that group doesn't actually do anything their job is to make sure that those people get their jobs done Mm -hmm. then when those people those managers go into from a corporate standpoint into a smaller business and they don't know how to do like the standard jobs it is so because they don't know how to do anything because all they've people, ever done is tell people what to do. They're yeah. people that have never run a business. Yeah, they're so, called corporate frauds. And it's a massive... <laughs> well, it is though. Like in a massive business, you wouldn't notice that they don't actually know how to do their job. But in a smaller standpoint, you would. Do you know what though? You do notice them because I come from a big corporate organisation. So I'm one of those people that leads a team. The difference is I've always had my own business. So I always know how long it takes to do something. So for instance, I would never, ever, ever walk up to a secretary, throw a piece of paper at them and tell them to do something in six minutes when I know it takes 20. How do I know it takes 20? Because I've done the stuff myself. Very, very I've typed that thing myself. I've filed that thing myself. I know how long it takes. But you can tell the difference between me, who's run a business, and being everything in that business, including the cleaner when I started it, to then when you work your way up, and yes, you're managing that team, but you do notice very clearly the difference between me, who has been there and done that, that would never, ever throw something at someone and expect to be done ridiculous when it doesn't take two seconds. 100%. So in saying what Christy just said, one of the things that is really important is to hire high Hire, hire internally. I don't know how to say that correctly. Mm. So, for instance, and I, I would, don't know what you mean. So, no, so say if I had a marketing, if, say if I had a marketing assistant and they were a junior and they were literally doing what I'm telling them to do, they just help them with the little things that I need done. I'm slowly going to be teaching them more and more skills that they can add to their resume. So, if they ever leave me, I say add that to your resume. That's going to be a good one. And I always mm-hmm. say that to all of my staff that I ever have, add that to your resume. So then eventually they'll so have like a massive people. got it. I get it now. Yeah, they'll yeah, have yeah, a yeah. massive group of things that they can do. You make them your managers because they know how to do the little jobs in between. Mm-hmm. Another thing that's really important they've and they've also seen that you delegate those tasks when yeah. you can't do it and delegating them correctly yeah. as well. They understand what's a part of it. So yeah. it's really, really important to hire internally. That's probably better. Yeah, like, exactly. Hire internally. <laughs> so sorry. Well, um, if you can do that. Otherwise, yeah. if you're hiring externally, what you need to look for on the resume is that they've actually done those tasks. Mm. They haven't gone into somewhere from nowhere as management that just delegates and tells people what to do, but they yeah. don't actually know how to type the thing, sew the thing, you know, whatever, whatever the case is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you look at, like, with Empress Athleticus, you know, I know how to 
order fabric. I know how to order prints. I know how to, I don't know how to sew, but I'm gonna learn how to do We that. are going to, she's yeah. very excited. I'm gonna learn to make scrunchies. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how to sew, but what I can say is that I know that, you know, I'm not going to go and say, why hasn't this been sewn in two minutes? If the thing takes seven, it takes seven. Yeah, and that's also a really so, good one too that you do all the time. You never go, hey, why did this not get done? Or why is this like, are we not sticking to this? You're always a situation of, hey, how long does it actually take to make a pair of leggings? Or how long does it take to make a pattern? Or how long does it take? And then you start getting a better understanding versus going in and being like, why is this not done? You but always yeah, get a better understanding yeah. first. And then you go, okay, so oh, if it's gonna take two, months, two hours, two oh shit, I oh. thought it was only gonna take, okay, cool. Well, how long do you think it's gonna take? Like a couple of weeks? All right, cool, perfect. And then you have a better um, understanding and then you are able to then help us out by understanding better. That's mm. very, very important. Yeah. The other thing, um, task sticklers so people who go for instance if I was to hire a graphic designer and they I needed them to make myself newsletters for instance is this going to be the people that go I'm not employed to do that I, I only do my job yeah so not it's not only it's only it's those people so it's also it's the employees but it's also the managers as well so the first thing is if you hire a graphic designer and you go, okay, I need you to make newsletters. And then one day they got all over their newsletters. Okay, cool. Can you help me make um, this website banner? Can you help me do this? Mm, if they no. say, oh, I no. don't, I just want to make newsletters. Or the manager goes, oh, no, 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 they can't make them. They only do newsletters. It's very important to be able mm. to give your staff as many hats as possible. Reason one why that's so important is people get bored very quickly. Oh, yeah. mm. You want to keep their day dynamic. You want to keep their week dynamic you want to mix it up and you want to ask them is there something you want to learn maybe you want to learn to edit a video is that something they're interested that in stuff when you're hiring though because there are a lot of people out there that say no i only want to do yep. newsletters yeah. and if that's the people that you're looking at hiring they're probably not the right thing. yeah particularly in a, in a, culture in a fit corporate like in a core in a massive corporation and you just needed someone to make newsletters they would be great for them that'd yeah. be great for that situation so on a smaller <laughs> business standpoint i'm talking like max of like 50 people you need to be versatile you need to have hat wearers because it will get too ridiculous you'll have people going i don't that's not my job description mm. or i can't do that it's really important to discuss those job descriptions straight away even in maddie's job description her job description is very broad it says you know helping in production helping in marketing but her main role is customer Hosting service straighten your her main job is customer Model service is. But in your job description, there's so many other things that we touch base on and we ask those questions before we hire because you don't want to get job sticklers because it just, it's very hard. We need people that can just jump in and go, I can help, yep, no problem, I can do this. Or we have those meetings, we go, guys, this one needs to happen today. What do we think we can do to get our goal met? A mission, vision, value. What do we think we can do? And everybody goes, oh, I wouldn't mind learning how to do that. I wouldn't mind helping with that. And that's exactly what our team do at Impressive yeah. Manifest. Even in yeah. the reviews, whether you've yeah. heard, it's like, I would really love her to sew. I'd really love to learn to pattern make. Or I'd really love to... Like me, I really want to learn how to make scrunchies. <laughs> We're going to get there. We're going to love to make a scrunchie. We're going to be the best scrunchie. <laughs> They're going to buy scrunchies for the next month. Um, <laughs> I'm making them. Pop it up on dodgy scrunchies. So there's the real ones and then there's the dodgy ones. I'll be the same. <laughs> but yeah, it's really, really important to have those tough conversations with your staff. Not tough conversations. Have those conversations well, before in the first you're place, hiring. Before you hire them. Yeah, yeah. Um, If they aren't the right fit go within those probation periods and fire fast i know it's awful mm -hmm. but 
that's why you have to hire slowly. You know what I mean? That's why it's so important to hire the right people because you don't want to have to fire them within those three months. Um, It's also really important to understand how to be a good manager, understanding to hire the people that aren't going to be those task watchers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a massive thing, but um, it's really important to, I think, I think that's a massive one with business as well. People don't realize how important management skills are until they have a bad situation. And they go, oh, wow, I actually don't have any skills in this. I need more help. (laughs) And understanding your strengths and weaknesses. Is that something that you're not great at? I can't fire people. It gives me anxiety. But Christy can do it. She can. She I don't be, love it. You don't love it. I don't think anybody loves it. But like, I, that's not something that. But I've done it, and I've done it for twenty years. Yes. So you understand you know, the I deal with it in a pleasant and polite manner. Yeah. So in yeah. the HR, in regards to hire, fire, um, management, even giving me tips and making sure that I'm doing my job correctly, making sure the other girls are doing their job correctly, well, it's but really vice versa. We do that with each other, which yeah. is why we yeah. So, so we work well. awesomely together. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week for Straighten Your Crown. We will see you next time. See you guys.